morning again. Pour it up. Coffee. Baseball. You know what it is. I'm Bernie. And I am Ryan, and it is a day of a week, and we are finally recording again. Yes. Took us a while. Ryan, Took us a while. Ryan happy Thursday to the rest of you. You know, what a what a day it is today. What a day. Happy Friday. Happy <laughs> Monday. Who knows? You know, Who knows you're when this starting will come your, out? Maybe you're starting your weekend. You're feeling good. Maybe maybe you're starting your week. You're feeling horrible. Either way, yeah. you know, we're, we're here to make it uh, better. This is why the news we do, we try to like uh, just do it from all over so that you don't feel like, oh, this is super outdated uh, or uh, on top of things. You, you, you just don't know where we land. We just kind of sit in this middle ground uh, where you don't really know what uh, level of time we exist. Exactly. And, you know, that mystique that we've worked very hard to cultivate, uh, it's showing up in the viewership. So uh, it's showing up or listeners, listeners, people aren't watching us. We only know. get to watch each other. I like to think of us as having watchers because I see our podcast so visually. You know well, what I mean? You know, we could just record our Zoom and put it on uh, put on YouTube and, uh, you know. I'll think about it. <laughs> how's, Burn, with, how's our, with, with a face like that, a mustache like that? With a be, mustache. I'm growing, I'm growing this. Did I tell you I'm growing this stash out for a wedding? You would be, I don't know why you would do that. That seems backwards, but. I have a buddy who moved to Chicago. He was uh, like a really hairless dude. Like, you know, how like some, some men, it's just like the body type where they have like a lot of hair on their head, no hair on their face. No face. Yep. He's that guy. And he moves to Chicago and like, as if, as if like the universe was just had a sense of humor. Like one day I turned around and he had this like thick Chicago mustache. And I was like, I didn't even think you could grow facial hair. And so he's getting married. And so I was like, dude, I'm getting everyone to grow out mustaches for your wedding. Just for the wedding. Thinking he would be like, do not do that. And my wife will leave me. And he was incredibly encouraging, which means I think the joke might be on me. But you know what? We'll get there in July. Look, you pull off a mustache well. Uh, my mm. better half won't let me grow one. She says, I look like uh, I belong on a list. When I grow out, so that's what everybody says to you when you grow out. Your every every guy that's ever gone for this mustache look has yeah. gotten that feedback to begin. I, I yeah, it doesn't. I I try it. it doesn't last very long. So you know. Uh, anyway, let's dive in, Bernie. We are we are uh, late as always. We try to do once a week, and the moment we commit to it, we fail. So we're not going to commit to it. We're just going to say, hey, they're going to come out, and if we do that, we'll probably hit once a week again. No problem. Yeah. 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 Uh, Ryan, we got two big pieces of news this week that are so discussion worthy that I think that basically the majority of the show is just going to be about these two things. Uh, number one, I think we should start with uh, the sticky baseballs. Um, and by the sticky baseballs, of course, I mean the sticky pitcher hands that grip the baseballs. Uh because uh, this topic just it has so much into it in, in terms of how baseball, is, how Major League Baseball is is manufacturing these baseballs, how pitchers yep. are doctoring them, uh, how batters feel about the whole thing. It's got a lot to do with the labor. Uh, what do you say? Negotiations uh, between the players' union and Major League yep. Baseball. Yep. Uh, long story short, is that uh, recently kind of came out recently came out recently was given more media exposure just like how rampant the uh ball doctoring has become by pitchers and how that's lead to, led to increased spin rate 
which has led to, you know, a big, big, big factor in all these, you know, kind of career worst hitting uh, performances that we're seeing this year, uh, de- debatably. Um, a lot of hitters actually are, are fine with it, but they're, that's a, again, that's part of it. Um, so, right, we have that, right? And, and, and it's funny because this is a story that really, I would argue, broke at least two years ago, right? When, when, when you had that Angels kind of clubhouse, like, like, like janitor or whatever. Yeah. When did that article come out? Cause I remember that article and I felt like nobody paid attention to it. So it was 2019 and basically it comes out that like, like this guy showed all these text messages between him and Garrett Colby and like, Hey, I hear you're the guy with the sticky stuff. Like, yeah. With the good is, stuff. Give me your good stuff. And it's right. like, yeah, there was some really funny, we talked about it on this show. It was like Marvin's mixture or like, so like he had some word for it. And I was like, that would be my rap name or something. something yeah. dumb. I made some dumb. Joke. And wasn't uh, it, isn't it basically just like rosin and like sunscreen or something stupid? Exactly. It's sunscreen mixed with rosin or what, that's what his mixture was. A lot of people are using uh, different kinds of glue, uh, which is like almost like comically on the nose for stickiness. Uh, but yeah, so like it kind of came out two years ago and everybody in baseball was kind of like, yeah, this is the unknown known secret or this is the not so unknown secret of, of pitching these days. And like, it made me think – I remember at the time thinking that Trevor Bauer had been talking about it for years because I remember reading articles even before 2019 because Trevor Bauer, you know, he's such a involved, discussive baseball player where he was like, dude, I – like he, he tinkers with everything. He sciences baseball. He does all yep. this shit. Yep. And he was straight up like – Spin rate is something I have. This is like a this is like a basically direct quote. Like like don't quote me verbatim, but this is like literally what he said. <laughs> this is can't say of, literally. This is, say, this, is, of, this, this is kind of this is kind of literally. Said. This is about what okay. he said. He basically said, "I have been chasing spin rate for years. I have been trying all these different things. Right? If anybody's trying shit, it's basically Zach Greinke or Trevor Bauer." Uh, and he was like. That is something you can only improve with foreign substances. Like he like straight up said it in like, I don't know what year, like maybe it was like 2017. It was like well before the 2019 uh, thing came out. So he like all but, and in, in, in that interview, he was all but like accusing the Astros of essentially manipulate, of, of essentially like running a system of like giving all their pitchers some kind of mixture or something, uh, mm-hmm. which again, you and I have talked about on this podcast several times about how, oh, wow, it's so surprising how pitchers come to Houston and suddenly are like unhittable, you know, like Charlie, the list is endless. Charlie, which Morgan, makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, at the time, my assumption uh, was the original problem that plagued baseball, which is just steroids. Uh, yeah. But it could very easily be this and and that's a that's an easier thing for people to get away with because you're not really being tested especially at the time for sticky stuff right uh, versus versus i mean you know i'm going to jump around here really quickly but that's kind of part of my problem here is that you know this has been obviously occurring for a long time uh And suddenly it's like the biggest deal ever. And I think the reason that we're, we're hearing about it and everybody is making such an issue about it is 
pitchers are dominating this season, and I think there's multiple layers to it. Increased spin rate definitely helps. Uh, the deadened ball is yep. going to make a huge difference. And then, of course, uh, Alex Rodriguez's favorite word, uh, launch angle. Uh, but guys, you know, swinging for the fences uh, versus playing contact baseball with the increased strikeout rate, you know, baseball's like, we have a problem on our hands. We got to take care of this. So it's like you take all these things and you put them together. Um, you know, it it's the perfect storm because a lot of these players, Bauer, you know, he's going to be like a center of the topic here, made a comment uh, just the other day that was basically like, look, if, if we are uh, supposed to follow certain guidelines, rules, whatever, the Major League Baseball just needs to come out and set a standard, right? Say, this is what's allowed, this is what's not allowed, and guys will abide by it, you know? The problem is right now, yeah, there's like loose stuff in, I think, the rule book about not manipulating the ball or whatever it is, you know, that's like how a spitball uh, is illegal, which I don't even which is understand really funny what a spitball is. You spit but, on the ball to make it harder for the bat to grip it. You know, uh, which is it's actually really funny because there's been like a lot of old players that, that have basically made jokes that are like, yeah, there's like a rule against spitballs, but like I've they've been like I've seen pitchers throw spitballs. It does not do anything. I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine that it would. But you know, Bauer and I think Trout agreed on it, and they're basically like, cool if. This is such an issue. If this is something you want, make a standard. Blatantly say what the standard is, what the rule is. Right. And then if guys don't abide by it, then you can punish guys. But right now, if you're saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to punish guys. But if there's no clear laid out uh, you know, standard of what they're supposed to follow. Although, again, tangent here. It is not a surprise when you see guys suddenly reinvent themselves and you know guys i i love as well like darvish who's a, a phenomenal yeah. pitcher suddenly is having the resurgence of his career and they literally during one of his games were showing him dipping his hand yeah. into his glove probably putting six sticky stuff on it and then dominating. it's great that these guys are able to do it but again if the discussion is we can't have the sticky stuff, then it's like there should be a larger discussion between players, union, Major League Baseball. If the issue is the ball is too slippery, the ball is this, the ball is that, then there needs to be a a middle ground that can be reached uh, so that it isn't a cheating, which again, I, I don't, I'm not saying they should be doing it. I don't think it falls into the level of cheating as much as it just falls into the level of guys trying to get an edge. Uh, you know, that's slippery slope. There, <laughs> it is. No, it, it truly is. It truly is. I mean, we're gonna dive into it in our in our next segment uh, when we talk about uh, something we've never discussed, which is the no. Astros cheating. It's an unprecedented um, topic. <laughs> but I think I think that that's what happens in baseball in general, right? We go back to the steroid era. We go back to anything. You know, you you can even go back to early baseball when everybody says like was the golden years and none of those guys cheated. You know, uh. 
And it's like it's been proven that a lot of those guys at the time were like using amphetamines in order to get an edge. You know, it's like there's 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 baseball is a history. Like that's the whole steroid era is everybody's like, I'm sorry that like we look so much larger now. But like if you think that people never took performance enhancing substances to get better at baseball, like correct. I mean, everybody calls it greenies or whatever. It's they've been doing it forever. That's that's the whole thing is baseball. Any sport will always go through this. Every sport will always try to find an edge because every athlete that's playing this game, that's out on that field, whether they're the worst player on that field or the best player on the field, they are the best in the world at what they are doing, right? And it's very hard, especially in baseball, to get drafted, play in the minors, then get onto a major league team, then play through that terrible rookie contract, then get signed to a deal that actually pays you Et cetera, et cetera. So all these guys are going to do anything you can to either to to have a career or elongate your career, yeah. whatever it may be. So it's like, I don't... Uh, well, and then you add on top of that the fact that like the estimation, at least by the, the Sports Illustrated article, is that they said like eight, they think like 80 to 90% of all pitchers in baseball are doing it. So it's like, you know, even even on top of what you're saying, like throw in the fact that like literally everybody's doing it. So, yeah, they were saying that pitching coaches why wouldn't you? were saying to guys during like spring training, you know, have you it sounds so it sounds made up. Have you tried have you tried you the gotta, sticky gotta, stuff? Are you using the sticky stuff? Because you if do you're it not in like a voice, you gotta yeah. do it in like a, a shady guy voice. <laughs> but they're basically saying, like, if you're not, you're already falling behind. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, it, and I, I bet you the same thing happened during the steroid era. The same thing's going to happen. So it's like baseball needs to come out. We don't need to turn it into this big old fucking hurrah. Just basically come out and say, hey, this is the rule on the ball. If pitchers are complaining that the ball's too slippery, we're going to take the offseason, work with the players' union, work with thing, and see what we can do to the ball to find a, a half medium. But these are the rules. This is what needs to happen. And be done with it. So I, I have a couple. I have a couple segues that I think that takes us into because this this whole thing is so is so big. So oh, number one okay. is that I. This is a question. Uh, is that I was I thought that the rule was like no foreign substances. Period. I was under the impression that that was the rule. I would like to actually look that up because you're probably right. I don't know why guys are coming out right now saying. Give us guidelines and we'll follow it if that is the case. See, that's that's the thing is that's what I was under because because like guys have been kicked out of games for using pine tar. So like mm-hmm. I if you can get kicked out of a game for using it. Well, I think maybe in their mind is rosin you're allowed to use. Sunscreen you're gonna probably have on you anyway. You know, because you're playing out in the sun. Yeah. If I mean, again, this is getting you're get you're getting all, a little wild out there. But hey, if I've got rosin and I've got sunscreen on me, it's going to get on the ball. You know. Yeah, I guess it's like a gray area of like you're. I guess that's the sunscreen of it all, right? Is like it's a gray area. Of like there's no rule that says you can't use sunscreen. There's no rule that says you can't wipe the sweat off the back. Yeah, of your you hand. can't. Oh. You can't stop me from using sunscreen. I've got to, you know, protect myself. Man. Come on. Yeah, I know. Well, that's anyway. So, so there's that angle of it, right? Of I was under the impression that there just there was the rule. But on top of that, this is kind of what leads you talk about. You know, oh, they got to get together and talk about the baseballs. So, like, that led me to the really obvious question. Number one, 
well, why the fuck do they like you know like every two years they like oh we change the balls like why why are they changing the balls every two like I don't know I, I would get like that's, maybe like that's every, the thing that drives me crazy years. it's just it's so because we talk about it every and I'm a big fantasy baseball guy so I look into this type of stuff to be like okay who's gonna have an advantage here or there like it happens like all the time where they go oh, they changed they made the seams bigger they made the blow and it's just like wh- why I don't know we don't we didn't like oh we made the base pass bigger like was when it, they do that it's a big deal was it you that was bringing up the point uh that basically the year before we had a ton of pitchers coming out of the market uh you know for their free their big contracts the baseball was juiced so more home runs were hit and now that we're in the off season where or not off season we're in the season where next season a ton of uh, uh power hitting shortstops are going to hit the market and we've deadened the balls so this was, and this was the next point I was going to bring up. This was what Pete Alonzo said uh, yesterday. Basically, a reporter was like, you know, asked. There was a reporter reported that he was talking about it, and he was kind of like, "Yeah, it's kind of the the prevailing rumor amongst the players that most of us believe that baseball kind of changes the ball based on free agency class." And so, exactly right. You had two years ago the juiced balls when all the pitchers were hitting the free agency market. And this year when you have all these great, great shortstops hitting the market, you have the deadened balls. Um, Which also I would love to run in on a side tangent on. I'm like fully out on ESPN at this point because – I know, I know. And for those of you at home who didn't see Ryan just like vividly rolled his eyes. Uh, The – the like, so this was, so I read the tweet from the reporter and the reporter basically goes like, Pete Alonzo says, this is the rumor, but all the players believe it. Right. And then ESPN writes this article where they are like, and it's literally the same thing. They write an article being like, this is what Pete Alonzo said, right? Classic sports article. And they write on multiple occasions, like Pete Alonzo with absolutely zero evidence, like over and over again, the zero evidence thing. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, ESPN, like, because, you know, and, and honestly, here's the thing. They're not wrong to write that on a very technical standpoint, but ESPN reports rumors all the fucking time and not once do they ever write with zero evidence. All they, well, like, I remember the other week, the other week this happened to me, me and my, my friend's a huge Atlanta sports fan and, and sorry to cross over football, but Julio yep. Jones is being, you know, he's a big free agent or yeah. he's, excuse me, he's being traded and ESPN kept reporting Oh, like the Falcons have have multiple offers of a first round pick for Julio Jones, and I would always text my buddy like, "Hey, here's how you know that nobody offered that nobody is offered a first round pick." Yeah, is that ESPN reported it? And go back and read those fucking articles. Not once do they say with absolutely zero evidence we are reporting that. You, no. know, you know what I mean? They never fucking do that. But, which is how you know ESPN. But is that's in the, the problem. Major League Baseball. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to fully dive into it, but that is an issue in this uh, internet world that we have entered, right? Is that everything is written for clicks or for little sound bites or for little things that you can add uh, to an article to make people flip out, right? The Sports Illustrated article about uh, the sticky stuff, they wrote this whole thing. of like in one of the teams whose spin rate has increased the most over uh you know year over year is the Dodgers 
So everybody is like, oh, well, then the Dodgers must be cheating because they've got Bauer. It's all this, you know. And then one of the Dodger beat reporters was like, this is such a misleading statement in so many ways that uh, they could have actually... have to look at individual pitchers, correct? Correct. And what they're saying is one of the reasons you're having an increased spin rate also, though, is they're comparing who was on the Dodgers last year. You know, right. we had Baez. We had all these pitchers that are no longer on the roster. And then we've got a bunch of pitchers that are brand new on the roster. Right? right? So it's like, you can't... That's, you can't go you, by team. You have to go by player and you, how they improve. Correct. You can't measure, go. oh, well, the Dodgers had the most increased spin rate. Again, I'm not saying that they're not using sticky stuff. But what I am saying is that's a, a terrible statement to make when you're not actually comparing the facts oh, of, yeah. the, of all well, the pitchers like, that change. It's like... Look Again, at, you're, look at the, <laughs> you're making the, a statement that yeah. it, it's to your point and you're writing this out there and you're going to put this fucking little bit up. Everybody's going to spread it all over the place, but there's no correct context in it, you know, and that's well, yeah, the problem I mean, with at, all this. We're not saying like, oh, the Padres must be cheating. Look at how many more wins they have at this correct. point in the season. It's like, yeah, did you not see all the pitchers they added? <laughs> like, yeah, they added a ton of pitchers and that would be, that'd be the exact same thing as like. That'd be the same the, argument. As if the Padres, like, the Padres last year did not have as many strikeouts as they have this year. Well, yeah, because they added like four fucking pitchers this year that are really good. But that's that's the problem with uh, we're, we're diving down a tangent. But that's the problem with any of this reporting is it's like it's so hard to get nothing but the straight facts on something because everybody is going to try to add a little flair so that you read their article or you click on there or you share their it's a little bit their paragraph you know to make well, everything this- juicier. And I think this dovetails nicely into kind of my larger point, and which is kind of Pete Alonso's point, which is Pete Alonso is essentially saying, listen, nothing's confirmed here, but kind of feels like Major League Baseball is manipulating the ball so that free agency p- players would get paid less, basically, right? And that's kind of a similar concept to what we're talking about here of like, okay, are we saying that like baseball is going after these you know these balls to kind of try and you know depress player salaries or is it you know and then and then and then sorry what i meant by what it dovetails with is you're talking about the media angle of it right and i talked about the espn of it all so like i mean i'm gonna sound like the paranoid conspiracy guy but fuck it it's who i am i mean like we've had this story this story's been like open open since 2019 mm-hmm. trevor bauer's been talking about it even before that which i know not everybody openly for a long time he, openly and I, and, I, and I know that like fucking people don't you know people don't dive in on everything he says but like i mean like he's right about the fucking astros he's right about this i mean it's just it's it's the timing of it all right it's like i'm not a conspiracy guy i'm a connected guy the dots guy the timing of this all with the labor negotiations coming oh, yeah. this winter. Oh, yeah. The, basically, Deadspin came out with an article that, which, for the record, like Deadspin is like, they are the angry screamers of the internet. But they like were basically like, yeah, they're doing this to sow dissent amongst the players, rank, you know, amongst the ranks of the players right before, you know, union negotiations. And they, they want all the hitters to be mad at the pitchers and blah, blah, blah. And, you talked like several of the hitters. Pete Alonso again was one of them. Came out and were like, "We're fine with pitchers doing this. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna cock it back and throw it a hundred, like 
please don't hit my head. <laughs> you know, it's like, please have control. So it's, which is interesting too, because I actually listened to a different, I listened to a fantasy baseball podcast where they were like, you know, if you can't control a hundred, you don't deserve to throw a hundred. They were like, yes, everybody. Yes. The players want, you know, control, but also like, if you can't control it, you won't make like, like, look at like early career, Randy Johnson, right. For example, like mm-hmm. couldn't control it. Wasn't that great of a pitcher, you know, it was intimidating, mm-hmm. but wasn't mm-hmm. an actual mm-hmm. good pitcher yet. So there's just so many angles to this, to this whole thing. I, I fucking, this is the juiciest baseball story I've ever heard in my life no pun intended and what I mean by that is that like the layers to it are like so incredible to me because I think it goes all all the way up to the top of baseball I think I think it speaks to how major league baseball is able to kind of lean on their media partners to suddenly start making a big deal out of shit that we've known about for minimum two years probably more accurately like four or five years Dude, Manfred. I mean, for starters, Manfred should not be the commissioner of baseball. I think he's he's kind of fucked terrible. Up. Is he not? Has he he's, not? Kinda... He's, he's extraordinarily terrible. He's also your commissioner at a minimum. At a minimum, should be a good speaker, PR person, right? Like that's like your your main job. He's yeah. terrible at both. He's kind of the face of baseball, yeah. He's a I he's mean, a I... he's a terrible speaker. He's terrible PR. By the way, I have a signed ball uh, signed by Rob Manfred in uh, in my office. Uh, Interesting. I got it as Why? a because uh, I'm friends with someone who does uh, security for baseball a lot. Oh, cool. Uh, and when Manfred was in town, man, I don't even know how many by the years way, ago it this that was. Way on purpose. I'm pretty what? sure it's Manford. Is it Manford? Manfred? You could call it Manfred, Manfred, and I'm like, ah, Manfred. But Rob like, Manfred? Man- Manfred? I think it's Manford. Well, either way, he doesn't Regardless. deserve me looking up how to spell it. No, he doesn't. Rob, the commissioner. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he, for some reason, because he got assigned to watch uh, Rob, the guy, uh, he was like, hey, here, you can have this uh, baseball. Oh, it's for the World Series. It was 2017 World Series. That's what he was. That's pretty dope. Assigned. And so he gave it to me, and I I have it. And now I'm like, I can't stand you, Rob Man. Manfred. For... What is it? I'm actually Fred. Up. Fred, Rob the commissioner Man. of baseball. It is Rob Manfred. No, you got to like YouTube that thing. His name is spelled Manfred. I'm telling you, listen to people talk about it. They call him Manfred. But that. That wouldn't be how you say. You can't say Ferd if it's F R E D. Do you know how Dwayne Wade spells his name? Do you know how Brett Dwayne. Favre spells his name? Dwayne Wade is. Go, go Google the word Dwayne Wade. This is great. This is great podcasting. I'm just gonna. I'll narrate a little bit. There's Ryan. He's he's kind of he's grabbing his nose. He's he's kind of he's looking pensive at the screen. Dwayne. <laughs> See? <laughs> Point proven. Hey, what? <laughs> Hold on. Google Brett Google Bre- Favre. How do you say Rob <laughs> Manfred? And now Ryan is doing what he swore Hold he on. never would do. I'm doing how to pronounce it. Here we go. Can I hear this? I want to hear a video. Yeah, it says Rob Manfred. I don't believe you. She's saying it literally, Rob Manfred. I don't know if that's correct. Hold on, let's. 
You got to YouTube like somebody talking about him. Okay. Oh, no, that's it. Oh, he just said the same thing. He just said Rob Manfred. <laughs> this is a I just watched a broadcasting career. A YouTube uh, about what? What is this? Probably like ESPN or some shit. So you're probably like, oh, it doesn't count. It is ESPN. But they said the Rob way, Manfred. I, I, I Googled uh, how do you say, or excuse me, I YouTubed how do you say Rob Manfred. And the first video was Rob Manfred apologizes for calling World Series trophy a piece of metal. <laughs> I mean, there's there's our point proven. Let's see what Trevor Brower thinks. Yeah, never mind. I can't even watch this video of Trevor Brower. All right, well, pretty so, sure it's Fred. So anyway... Uh, I lose on that one, maybe. That's okay. Uh, yes. So, yeah. How is he? It's it's a bad look for him as commissioner. One of many many bad looks he's had. I again, which again goes back to my question of like, why do they even change the ball like every fucking year or whatever? And I, it really I don't doesn't know. really doesn't make any sense. So, Bernie, since we're you know not not short on time, but since we're we uh, should we should keep it let's, rolling. Let's move on to topic two. We didn't, by the way, we didn't even talk about Garrett Cole's press conference where they point blank asked him, "Did you use whatever whatever part resin blah blah blah?" And he was like, "I don't know how to answer that question." And it was like, "Yes or no, bruh? <laughs> like yes or no?" And then he uh, pitched against Josh Donaldson, who directly accused him of using it who and struck him, <laughs> struck him out. Struck him out. Who has a list? Um. Our, our newest one, or our, our next topic, comes from the fact that a new book came out uh, called Cheated uh, by Andy Martino. And in it, he reports that Houston sign-stealing scheme, that's a, that's a mouthful, uh, continued after 2018. Of now, I don't know exactly how this is a revelation. I thought the, the whole thing that came out was it was proven they cheated 2017, 2018, 2019. Right. And you had told, and we had talked about this on the podcast since its inception. I was like, oh, I thought it was just 2017. You were like, no, dude, look it up. And I looked it up live on the podcast. And I was like, oh, look at that. All the way through yeah. 2019. So, uh, but I think the point what they're saying in this time is this particular thing was going against the fact of when they won uh, in 2019 against the Yankees again. And uh, A.J. Hinch was like, oh, it's a joke and had all this outrage. And uh, that will be the last question I answer about pitch tipping or pitch stealing. Uh, you know, we, we've talked about this. I think, as I've said before, uh, the thing that bothers me the most is the lack of remorse um, yeah. across the board from the Astros. But I think the discussion we actually really wanted to have here is Yes, the Astros will come up, but it kind of goes to our sticky stuff conversation and everything. Definitely, and, definitely. and the idea is here, you know, because the Astros, uh, you know, a lot of their players, their response was, well, everybody's doing it, right? And I actually, as much as I hate them, do believe to a degree that there is a line that teams are just balancing on or tiptoeing across in their way of trying to get an edge over other teams. I personally think, and again, this is, 
you know, an assumption based off of, you know, both reading articles and just hatred towards the Astros that they jumped over the line, right? I think all teams have been trying to gather an edge in uh, stealing signs, getting, you know, figuring out ways to one up the other team. Uh, And then I think the Astros just, you know, basically went like full Monty and were like, hey, put a camera over here. We'll make a noise over here. And, yeah. and no one will no one will be the wiser. But you know, I do think that again, whether it be sticky stuff, steroids, stealing signs, the whole thing. I think in Major League Baseball, uh, in particular, that exists on every team. Yeah. Um, and the difference is, you know, a whether you get caught. And then B, how far you're taking your cheating. You you almost sound like you're about to apologize to the Astros on the podcast. Oh, I'm not about to apologize. Because I do, again, I do believe that there is validity to every team doing what they can, right? But I would say, and again, this is like basing it off of, you know, more of an assumption than actual fact. So mm-hmm. don't don't hold me to anything, our six listeners. Um, shout out Max. <laughs> you know, yeah. Shout, shout out to Max, our uh, our most uh, loyal loyal. Uh, is the idea that you know using guys in your bullpen to see if they can see signs, seeing guys on second base. You know, I think these ideas of like using live people to steal signs is a thing. Using a camera feed directly to your dugout to steal signs and then make a noise to relate and also have a team of people dedicated to that job. Yeah. I have a sneaky suspicion they took it further than anybody else. So that's, that's, uh, you're, you're like, I, I basically agree with everything you're saying here. I think that base, I'll just add a little bit of color, I guess. Yeah. Uh, add it, add it. Add some color, baby. Uh, it's man fort. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so baseball has this like really rich history of cheating, uh, and it like like I think modern sports have become such a like popularized form of entertainment that we kind of lump a lot of them together, right? Like you know the purity of the game, you know, and all mm-hmm, that shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the game was ever pure. I want to start there. Uh, I I do. And I mean, I think, and I'm not like making this up. I'm basically getting this from having watched pieces of the Ken Burns documentary on baseball, which is tough to get through. Even as a baseball fan, I was like, I'll watch the recent episode. Like I could not watch earlier than like the seventies or eighties, but, uh, maybe even the nineties really. Uh, uh, but yeah, baseball has this really rich history of cheating and of gaining edges. You know, we kind of talked about how they've been doing not steroids, but you know, amphetamines for years and years, and you know, pretty hilariously well documented how everybody basically makes the same joke about the steroid era, where they're like, "Oh, you're going to keep these guys out of the Hall of Fame for using steroids, but you're not going to keep players out of the Hall of Fame from the 20s for like not having to face black players." That's kind of a weird. <laughs> distinction that you're making uh which i think is like the all-time like greatest like trump card argument ever made uh 
So like it is, and 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 this kind of article that 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 kind of came out previewing the book, uh, which well, by the way, what's what's the name of that book, Ryan? Cheated. It's called Cheated, uh, and it is little, out. You can get it now. Oh, it is so. out. Yeah, I'm googling that right now. Cheated. Um, so like this article that came out basically details how like more or less like every baseball team was doing some kind of something, uh, and and like I think pretty on the record. When when the Astros kind of first got like really busted and the you know the quote unquote punishments came out, everything I was consuming was kind of like you could tell which teams really were and really weren't cheating based on like how fucking loud they were being talking about mm-hmm. how the Astros mm-hmm. cheated, and the general consensus was that like the Yankees were probably like if if the Astros are public enemy number one, the Yankees were probably a. a I don't know if they were a close to, but it sounded like they were a pretty definitive number two in terms of like they're like everyone was like the Yankees are being pretty interestingly quiet for a team that lost to the Astros in the, you know, in the playoffs two years in a row during these cheating scandals or two out of three years or whatever. And uh, I think that you are right. I think that everybody was in some way or another trying to toe the line because that's that's what sports is but that's exactly what sports is this this whole or at least pro pro sports we'll call it but this whole thing has really made me think that like baseball's just got to draw a hard line i mean we talked about this with the last segment but like really they have to draw a hard line and if it's me i'm just saying like okay that's it fuck it like you know treat them like children like you have proven that you cannot act responsibly with the toys so here's the deal like no, like, like they do the in, like they let you legally do in-game video replay. Like that's why a lot of hitters claim that they really turned their careers around. Like JD Martinez and um, and um, Javi Baez, they both basically in between innings they'll go into the whatever the back room or the dugout and they'll watch film of like mid-game pitcher stuff from like previously in the game and they'll kind of see oh he's pitching me this way oh he's pitching me that way. Yep. Which yep. like on the surface is is fine i guess um but i think that it's just clearly gotten to a point where baseball's got to be like if you're on the field if you're physically on the field you can do whatever you want and like nobody else is allowed to do shit and especially in terms of electronics like i think if you're on well you can't you can't watch right anymore in the dugout after no they brought it back oh they did so they took it away, which again you could argue is 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 again Major League Baseball manipulating, you know, for free agency classes. But they took it away during 2020, and okay. JD Martinez had a career bat worst year. Javi Baez, who I kind of would argue was within the kind of range of his skill set, well, had, a wor- had his worst year. <laughs> Javi Baez having having a lot of trouble. Right. He's, a, so, he's like the number one strikeout. He's King the free swinger of baseball. He's yeah. the greatest player in baseball. The fact that we don't all every day like talk about Javi Baez just shows that baseball doesn't know how to market itself correctly. Uh, but yeah, the um, those guys all had career worst years when they took it away, so they brought it back this year. Um, so like, I just think that it's gotten to a point uh, with this book coming out where it's like, okay, fuck it, nobody, you know. I'm not saying what the Astros did was right or wrong. I'm not saying anybody is 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 better or worse than them, even though I kind of agree with you. I'm sure the Astros were the worst offender, but uh, it's just it's got to be over. And it's it's like I don't know. I read some details in this article that like annoyed me. Like they were like, oh yeah, like Altuve like really didn't want to use it and blah blah. Ugh. blah. And I was Ugh. just like, 
He's the fucking, I don't know if they literally have team captains or whatever, but that dude was the team captain. Like, he's the senior statesman on the championship team. He was that their, type he was of like. Best, he's got to be the guy to say, fucking stop this shit. Yeah, the if post. He really has that big of a problem with it. The post cheating uh, uh, conscience. Like, I didn't want to do it. Well, you well, had well, the opportunity to stop it. Yeah, or even if you're like, no, 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 he didn't do it, but he knew everybody else was doing it, but he didn't want to do it. It's like, fuck that guy. Like, like you don't, you, you know what I mean? You've got to, you, it's on you, right? Like, if you're the team captain, if that's your fucking team, if you're going to be like, you know, I fucking led us to the championship or whatever, you, buck stops with you, man. I don't yeah. know. I think that, I mean, and I, I put it on every player. I basically put it on every player that was on the Astros for more than, let's say, two seasons for not speaking up. Because I get it. You're a free agent. You know, you come over. Like Justin Verlander, let's say, for example, comes over in the spring, you know, in the in the, in the the uh, summer deadline trade, you know, to be that last piece to get him over the hump. He's not going to say anything, right? You're not going to be like, I'm new here, but this is wrong. You're not going to fucking do that. Let's be humans here. But like Altuve, the article being like, well, Altuve, you know, didn't like that they did it. Well, you've been here for seven fucking years, dude. Like, say something. It it literally is garbage <laughs> because, like, these guys want to come out and be like, "Oh, you know, I I did it." What's this? What's what's that? Fucking least favorite guy on the team. Uh, uh, you hate everybody. You hate. Well, everybody. I hate a lot of people. Uh, you hate Correa more than anyone, right? There it is. Carlos so fucking Correa. Who, this for guy, the record, I, I like Carlos Correa. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, I don't. I don't like him personally. He may be a, a decent ball player. Uh, I, I would love... Yeah, well, I don't know him personally. I'm obviously know. just talking about him as a ball player. <laughs> well, you know, you, you, you seem to be, you know, siding with him, Bernie. I don't know if you're, you guys are hanging out on the weekends or what here. But just such a blatant asshole... Uh, continually with zero remorse trying to pretend like their fucking skill got them there when it's like, bro, yeah, maybe you're good. I mean, you're in major league, so obviously you have talent, but you took that talent and then cheated in order to make that talent better. So I actually don't care how good you were or are. You cheated. You know, like... You can be Barry Bonds is obviously a phenomenal hitter. Phenomenal. You know what I mean? Like you can't just do steroids and be like that makes you know where the ball is coming. Yeah. But it adds power. So it's like with Barry Bonds amazing? Absolutely. But he cheated. So that's the the asterisk on his career. Yeah. For the rest yeah. of his life. He can't say I got 700 and or 670 or however many home runs he hit seven it was in the sevens seven I, maybe he can't say i got that uh legitimately he got it but he cheated to get it right like you can't say i won a world series legitimately you did win a world series but you cheated to get it you know so it's like yeah. you 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 can say so many different things but to like sit here and act holier than thou uh you know like you uh, are completely in the right and everybody's wrong for insulting you yeah is, is ridiculous you know well i like, think the what's tough about the astros eh, it's so funny that we're just we're not even we're not even talking about the actual <laughs> update, updates 
What's what what sucks about the Astros is that they they missed their window of contrition, I think, of remorse. Yeah. And we'll we'll never really I I've been thinking about it a lot. I don't think we'll ever there's nothing they can do to earn our forgiveness at this point because they cheated, they got caught and they honestly like it would have been annoying, but I at least would have kind of respected it if they had said like something to the effect of like we cheated, we're sorry. We are not the only teams cheating, but like we did get caught and we apologize. Right? It would be that would be a little bit of a happy like apology. The, the, there's so many ways you could still close to that that you could be like, all right, whatever. Right, but they but the reality is that they they came out and were kind of like, yeah, uh, sorry, not sorry. You know what I mean? And it's like, I mean, they all then, came then, out and and then every, most of them were like, well, like just denied it, and then the report came out that was like, you all are cheaters. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and you all did it and they were like, well, you know, yeah, we made mistakes, but it you know, it doesn't change our World Series. It's like you legitimate I mean, we have proof in game five. I, know. I think it was game five. The uh Kershaw, the 51, Kershaw fifty one off speed pitches, one swing at an off One speed. swing Not even like a swing and miss, just like one swing at an off speed It's insane. It's like it's insane. The guy was dominating for four innings. You obviously learn the signs in those four innings, and then the next thing we know, it's crazy. You know, it's just it's what's so like what kills me the most isn't that the Dodgers lost. What kills me the most is they took some of the best baseball games we've ever watched outside of Game Seven, oh, that and was and such a good series, oh. and ruined, uh, in my opinion, their existence. Right, like losing sucks absolutely, but. It occurs, especially if the other team is better. That's fine. Or it's not even better. Baseball is like a luck thing. It's a it's skill and luck and, and all these things combined. It's magic, and man. <laughs> losing blows, but sometimes it's not on your side, and that's okay. Those baseball games, games one through six, were incredible baseball. Yeah. Whether or not you're on the losing side of it, it's incredible baseball. And now we look back on it and none of it matters because it's like, mm, they cheated. So all the shit that was awesome, even if some of their their amazing hits and amazing plays had nothing to do with cheating, it's wiped. It's, you know, it's like, it's it's all tainted. And, and now, in my opinion, 2017 as a whole is just tainted for what looked like a, a, a phenomenal uh, baseball team is now like, well, I don't know how good you guys were. Obviously, you guys are talented, but, you know, yeah. not that talented. I mean, well, and also, like, you, you see it all the time. There's a lot of talented teams that just don't have – I mean, at the end of the day, it's like there's a difference between a talented roster and a team that can win, you know, and look yeah. at – Look at the fucking Giants, you know, from their dynasty, quote unquote, of the 2010 through 2014. And it's like, name me three players on that, you know, hit, name me three hitters on that, on that, on that whole fucking team, you know, maybe four hitters. Like you can't do it because it, they had the trump card, you know, they had Bumgarner, they had, they had elite pitching. And it's like, there's, that's like, and they just had you're talented doesn't mean you're a winning team. And that's no. what I see the Astros as I'm like, they were very, very talented. Who but the moment you know what pitch is coming, the moment you know what pitch is coming, I mean, it's just that's the whole baseball hitting is timing, pitching is disrupting timing. That's look, all it if, comes down to. If 
as a player, if you are able to hit a pitch three out of 10 times and you're considered awesome, that shows you how hard it is to hit. Yeah. And we want to say that by knowing what pitch is coming, like, well, yeah, I mean, it made a difference, but not that big of a difference. Are you are you shitting me? Three out of ten? Any anything other than baseball, that's a fail. That's an F. Yeah. I think I think that this this whole these new these new revelations revelations. This new book, right, which is gonna be I can't wait to read it. I'm very I curious. Can't either. Uh, we should read it and then talk about it more just so we could talk about the Astros cheating more. Which we just because I don't do. feel like we do enough. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's 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 going to be a good read. Uh, we'll read it. We'll we'll get back to you guys with more. But I think that the big takeaways are just more rampant than realized, longer than 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 publicly kind of acknowledged. Um, but beyond that, it's kind of like I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw this question out there, and I know already what your answer is. Like, does this does this book or these you know new like little blurbs from the book does this in any way lower your opinion of the Astros because to me my opinion couldn't have gotten any lower <laughs> I was just gonna say I don't know how it could get any lower the fact that the manager uh, is back in baseball the the factor that uh, uh, all these players are still out there playing without any repercussions like well it's because it's because baseball realized how rampant this was they were like okay the Astros did it's it's dude it's like cycling. Lance Armstrong won seven because he was blood doping. But, but like every fucking cyclist was blood doping. He you know the one thing they so did though? They stripped him of his titles. Yeah. And that's Listen, the, and I'm that's the only thing. That's my only problem here is like I get that you need this information so you can't punish the players individually. I get it. Because if you punish them, you're not going to get the information you need. But the title has to be stripped. 2017 World Series champion. Yeah. Doesn't exist. Period. I, Doesn't I be given to the Dodgers. You don't. You don't give no. the title to the other team. It just doesn't exist. I think you strip the title, but I don't think you suspend the players. That's the thing is you. You brought up. You were like the manager is still managing, and I'm just kind of like, well, you know, he served a suspension. I actually don't have a problem with him continuing to manage, under the assumption that basically this level, this attempted level of video sign stealing was widespread, which I think is a fair assumption. And, and, and again, it was pretty known that like the reason why the Yankees weren't being too loud about it was because they too were attempting some bullshit. I just hope the next commissioner, uh, Bob Manfort. Uh, I hope it's Theo Epstein. Uh, oh, I hope it's Theo. I'd be into that. If Theo's the next, I just hope he strips 2017. Oh, made a mistake. <laughs> we're stripping it. <laughs> He's like new, new sheriff in town. New sheriff in town. We're gonna we're gonna make a problem. Um, all right. Well, on that note, we got to wrap up because you, you want to wrap up. You want to do the listicle? We have to, we no. Have we don't have time, time for the listicle. Wow. This is it. Two topic show. We don't even. We're just time doing for a, a two topic show. No, we have we have time for. That's why we're wrapping up because oh. Bernie's got to get his corner in. Okay. Otherwise, what kind of show is this without Bernie's corner? Bernie's corner is is mandatory, except for last episode. Uh, no, we so did it, didn't we? Two episodes ago, there was one time where we didn't do it. Uh, I think we've done it every time, even if it's just a mention. I'm pretty sure we've done it. Fair enough, Max. Okay. You let us know if we've done it or not. Max, let us know. Uh, I want to talk today about my all time favorite baseball video game. 
I thought we already did that. I thought that was Mike Piazza's game. So Mike Piazza's game is a great game. I would actually rank MLB Slugfest ahead of that game, which we've also talked about. Okay. But my all-time favorite baseball video game has got to be Backyard Baseball 2003. There was an original Backyard Baseball. There was a Backyard Baseball 2001. And there was Backyard Baseball 2003. The graphics on this bad boy are elite. Elite graphics. Uh, The MLB players as kids that are in this game are some of the more fun players. Uh, You've got guys like Ichiro, Derek Jeter. Uh, <laughs> uh, a very I, young Albert Pujols. They actually have a game that looks like this game right now that I was playing on Xbox. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, I, I know exactly what game you're talking about now that I looked it up. This game is super fun. Uh, shout out to uh, always the MVP, Pablo Sanchez. Uh, he's my three hole hitter, sometimes my two hole hitter. Uh, I liked to have uh, Pete, the red haired uh, country boy who could run really fucking fast leading off. He was great. And my 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 low key like dark horse most valuable player, uh, I believe it was either Amir. He there were twin brothers. It was Amir Khan and Ahmed Khan. And if I'm not mistaken, it was Ahmed Khan had the sweetest swing in the history of backyard baseball. Uh, this game was very beatable, Ryan. But for whatever weird reason, it just like never stopped being fun for me. And honestly, you- just talking about it now, I'm like, what if I just bought it and just played it whenever I had a free couple of minutes? Here's your pop quiz. Who, what, what player, pro player, oh. is on the cover? That's, I know. Uh, I'm going to get this wrong. You are. Because you would have already gotten it by now if you were going to get it right. I'm going to make a guess. Oh, it wouldn't be. It's not Ichiro. Can I, can I get one hint? Can I get one hint? Uh, or will the hint give it away? He's a, <laughs> he's a baseball I, player. But I mean, the moment I say he's a catcher, Mike Piazza. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What in the world? Mike Piazza is dominating baseball games. I know. This is two weeks in a row that I've done a Mike Piazza covered video game. Uh, Really fun game. I'd highly recommend playing it. Uh, I played the newer versions of this game, and you know where they fucked up? They got the whole thing too, uh, like computer animated. This game was great because it was a beautiful blend of like cartoon video game with with kind of computer animated. You you'd hit and pitch, and it was a cartoon. And then the second you hit the ball, and it was out in the field, and you were running around the bases, it was kind of more like three D computer model, uh, but still a little cartoony. Uh, and then in the newer versions, they just made the whole thing three D computer modeling less fun. Not not the good cartoons that I liked. All right, all right. It's a good uh, Before we go, the, the game today is on YouTube. I don't know if you're aware of that. Only on YouTube, the Dodgers uh, Pirates. Because YouTube does this every week where they pick yep. a game. YouTube game it's solely week. on YouTube. Yes. But right now they're doing a, a YouTube creator's spotlight. Uh, there's on, some guy. On the live stream. On the live stream. There's some guy named Cowboy Jeff. Uh, Jeff. who is just sitting on this thing. And I'm so fascinated by this idea because he's wearing all this Dodger gear, but I've never in my life uh, seen Cowboy Jeff. And you're a big uh, Dodgers fan. And 25,000 people are, are currently viewing uh, Cowboy, Cowboy Jeff. Maybe we should get them to do coffee and baseball, Bernie. We, 
we, we could do this whole thing live on the live stream of the MOB free game of the week on YouTube. We would, we would have to be a YouTube creator. So we, this, this would have oh, to be God. on YouTube. So we'd have to start, boy, I mean, at that point, why not just start posting on our Twitter too while we're at it? Oh yeah, I, I haven't added a single thing to our Twitter yet. I know it exists. Have. It exists, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, uh, what, I don't know what to tweet. Uh, check out our latest episode. I guess would be the for starters. It would be an easy piece of uh, tweeting. Man, piece of tweeting. Can you tell a lot of pre- It's a lot of pressure. A lot you got to get it right. We got to get yeah. it right. Yeah, it's going to be our first tweet. I, I maybe I should say hello world. That'd be a good. Uh, one. Yeah, as a first tweet. It's been alive for a while, but he can pretend like that's his first day alive. <laughs> okay, I think it's time to wrap this bad boy up. Thanks for watching, Max. Uh, appreciate it. <laughs> listening, listening, listening. Oh my God, I'm leaving. I'm I'm getting out of here. We I can't do any. The people can't do anything but listen to us, Bernie. I don't know why you keep saying watching us, but I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out a way. <laughs> On that note. As always, thank you for listening, whoever you are. Bernie and I have a blast talking about baseball, ranting about baseball, yabbering about baseball. Uh, Until next week or the week after or the week after. Whenever. You never know when we record this. You never know. Tell the next surprise. Uh, Keep drinking that coffee and talking that baseball. Yeah.